Hello everyone, we are back. You are listening to See Through Panel, a comic book discussion podcast. My name is Cole Harvey. I am here with Fahed Rahman. Hello everyone, happy new year. Happy new year guys. Uh, so today we're going to be talking a little bit late about a comic that is about Christmas. Uh, originally we had planned to do this more towards Christmas, but some stuff happened so we're doing it a bit late. But I think the comic is equally good and works all year round, so... Um, we're going to be talking about Klaus by Grant Morrison and drawn by Dan Mora, published by Boom Studios. I guess I'll start with how why I recommended this comic, because uh, I'm a big Christmas guy. Like, I love the Christmas spirit and stuff like that. So um, I read this comic every Christmas, and I think it's just like a really feel-good comic. And every time I read it, it's just like I finish it, and I'm like, that's why I love comics. That comic is amazing. It's not a perfect comic by any means, and I'm sure I probably like it more than other people do, but to me, it captures both the essence of like that feel-good holiday season and comics at the same time. Um, did you... This is your first time reading it, right? This is my first time reading it, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's like one of those comics where you just have to kind of... I don't necessarily mean switch off your back, you just have to go for the ride with what it's doing oh, yeah. and not think too carefully about um plot holes and character motivations and that sort of thing because it's 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 a, it's a an enjoyable read i mean i read this um this how many issues are there is it five or six i think there's seven seven okay so i read through all seven issues um in one evening it's it just it's a beautiful beautiful book to look at like um oh yeah dan mora's art is phenomenal it's gorgeous it's um yes it just you i um yeah really it's, it's an enjoyable read yeah yeah it's it's definitely not it's not the type of thing we usually do here it's like it's not indie in any sense i would say yeah um, yeah but for me it's just kind of about having fun um and yeah dan mora's art is so good that that he's working at DC now, which is sad because they used to do a one shot of this every Christmas. They did it for I think four years, but he's so busy at DC they didn't do one this year, and it, it broke my heart a little bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, do I want to? Like, I just want to know why. But then I looked, and he's just killing it at DC, so that's got to be why. Um, I guess I'll start. So this is the story of how Santa Claus began. I think that's like the subtitle of the book. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got, I've, I take a little bit of exception to that because you know, yeah. Santa Claus, as I understand him, it is that you know Saint Nick, who I, you know, from my understanding, I'm an expert in this, is supposed to be um, of Turkish origin, I believe. So, um, is it's an interesting take on how we came yeah. came came by um, Santa Claus, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of an interesting. There's a lot of conceits you have to get, like you have to give up on the entire history of Christmas. You have to give up yeah. on kind of. I mean, the character work is good, but you're not gonna like come out of this being like I identify so much with all these characters. Like they're kind of just driven by the story. But um, if you know anything about the writer Grant Morrison, really prolific comic writer, he does this type of shit all the time. Uh, like. The alien thing that happens in this that we'll get to later. Uh, I should yeah. probably give a spoiler warning. Major spoilers for this book coming. Um, that's total Grant Morrison stuff, though. Yeah. Like, all the so, trippy, weird stuff. Yeah, so I remember... 
a few years ago now. I went to a writing workshop, and I won't give you the name of the the comic book writer that was running it. And um, but he basically he was telling all these wild stories about the shenanigans that uh, Grant Morrison got up to. You know things like him taking loads of drugs, um, mm-hmm. shitting himself on an airplane, <laughs> just acting mm-hmm. like a complete uh, wild man. And that Grant Morrison's um, previous work is, I don't want to say maybe metaphysical is the, the wrong word, but it does kind of, it stretches genres a bit, I think. Yes. Is what he tries to do with almost all, all his uh, creative writing. So, yeah. I think metaphysical is a good word. Even just, I mean, a lot of his stuff is known as just being meta. Like he loves to break the fourth wall and stuff like that. Um, this is actually one of his mo- most straightforward uh, comics. I think it's easiest to read and it, and it still has aliens and like tripping and a satanic monster on Christmas and stuff. But yes, um, it's, yeah. it's interesting that um, I feel like eh, I'll get to it later. There's some parts that I just, I've read this like three times once a year and I, there's some parts that I just like, I feel like I never noticed them before, but um, probably should get through it. So, I'm not going to go step by step because there's really not like I'd just be reading you the thing and there's not yeah. a ton of deeper analysis for us to do in terms of themes and stuff because it's mostly just a fun romp. But um, basically, there's a town that uh, Klaus, our main character, um, used to be the guard captain or something for. And now there is a baron there who has taken away all of the Yule time spirit basically the Christmas spirit, and he doesn't let anyone have gifts. He's making everyone work in the coal mines so they can't be with their families, and there's no celebration allowed. Basically, it's like the most the most anti-Christmas you could be. He's that guy. <laughs> he's yeah, he's like, kind of very much uh, if Grinch was in Game of the Thrones yes. sort of thing is, is how I would describe it, yeah. That's a good description. Yeah, that's a very good description. He, he's, he's basically a dick, and he married... Um, Klaus's like old flame or whatever you want to call it. Like she, they had a romantic interest, and then this guy marries her, and then she kind of just is depressed because he's an asshole. But um, basically the story is him saving this town from the tyranny of this big Grinch guy. Um, and there's a demon <laughs> who is who uh the Baron is like trying to to free from a prison and get his power. And that's basically the whole story in seven issues, but there's a lot of in between and how he gets there. And it's, it's, it's mostly for me driven by the art because I've read it so many times. I do love the story. It's really fun and it's action packed, but the art is just incredible. The, yeah, the, uh, if this comic, so I agree with you, the, the enjoyment I derived out of it was mostly from the, the artwork um, usually, when you've got a, a comic book of this, uh, the, with the artworks of this is of this standard, it's usually you've got a, um, a team of artists working on it. You've got one person doing the the pencils, and then the the inks, and then the coloring. If I understand, um, if I read the credits correctly, Dan Mora did all the artwork on this. So he did the inking, the penciling, and the coloring. I mean, it's just ridiculous to be able yeah. to, yeah, to you know, to produce, um, you know, 
artwork of this this quality and it's not just that the character designs um and the uh you know perspective you know all the technical things that you can talk about art you know when you talk about as good it's the way he's laid out the panels is just it just reads so smoothly it's like yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would agree he's he is a one-man team basically and he i believe he works digitally but that doesn't take away from oh, anything really yeah i'm pretty i I'm couldn't pretty tell sure. to do coloring like this digitally is fantastic yeah the first the first issue when he plays the the pan flute thing and he kind of goes into this this acid trip looking pastel color thing is just yeah. that's when i was like i'm not gonna put this book down even if i hate the story because it's yeah. just incredible the color is amazing um and i love this is probably a morrison thing that he wanted to do i love that the the spirits of the forest type or spirits of the ice or and forest or whatever um whenever they're in they're like typical gray alien like old sci-fi gray alien yeah they look like with the big black eyes and i love that angle where he's kind of mixing like spiritual like old beliefs with aliens because that's such a grant morrison thing to do yes it uh, the aliens a little bit reminded me of the uh the creatures in dark skies above yes they've got a little bit of that kind of like oh, i don't know not globular but kind of fluid um ethereal quality mm-hmm. so when i when 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 i was reading reading the comic and then those guys turned up and it's like wait wait have i missed something why are these guys <laughs> turned up and i think <laughs> they, they were just like he just um for some reason it's uh they're called you know um klaus manages to you know uh blow a tune on his um on his pipe and summons them i think is that what happens question mark yeah i guess so he I think he like planned it. To, I think that's his deal. I don't really know. I think he just calls the spirits or aliens or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of the book I would say is it's quite schlocky action stuff, but yeah, occasionally Grant Morrison puts weird, weird and strange things like that in the comic, and it just it kind of it breaks the pace a little bit, and it also. Um, makes you stop in your tracks and think and kind of just elevates the 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 story as a whole i'm i'm kind of a sucker for that schlocky pulpy action stuff like yeah i i love a comic i love a slice of life comic but um when i really just want to sit down and have fun i like to read um essentially the equivalent of conan the barbarian like yes. i just want some action and some maybe some comedy. Actually, this book had quite a bit of comedy. Yeah, it's quite a few. Well. Yeah, funny, funny one-liners, especially with the, um, the the guards in the town. There's quite a lot yep. of comedy, you know, based around uh, their fear of um, uh, what's the name of the bad guy? What's his name? Is it Magnus? Yeah. I think it's Magnus. Yeah, Magnus. They're their fear of uh, Magnus. And, you know, just general, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, cop humor, really. But you Mm -hmm. kind of, you know what sort of comic book you're reading when you uh, see Klaus, you know, frozen uh, forest in the background. Yet he's, what he's choosing to wear is a hooded cloak with um, kind of like a sleeveless shirt. 
to yeah. show off his biceps. <laughs> it kind of goes back to that thing that you were saying about um, Conan, the barbarian kind of, or you know, having to always uh, you know show show off his guns, regardless of whether or not it's um, appropriate wear for the um, for the weather. Yeah, it's there's a thing about I don't understand. Like, it's one thing to have the anatomy always like this, and like it's like superhero comics, but it's another thing that he's like always flexing. Like everyone's yeah. always flexing. Like you're just sitting in a chair. You don't need to. It's, it, it, sometimes always, even I who love that stuff will get taken out of it. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. It's like a donut, and he's like ripped. Uh, it's it's just odd, but um, it's a uh, <laughs> it's. It's a fun comic. I mean, like, this is this is the same type of stuff I would read if I wanted to read like superhero comics. Maybe. I mean, a little bit, a little different than that, but um, it, it hits that, it scratches that itch for me. Yes. Well, I mean, it's, it's it basically is. It's a superhero comic, isn't it? Um, yeah. Klaus is essentially a Batman. I think he's kind of this figure in the night that comes down and uh, dispenses justice in the form of giving children children presents is i think one way of reading reading the comic definitely yeah, actually, you know, this yeah go ahead i actually had the same thought i think he's a kind of like perfect mixture of batman and superman because he's he's like ultra good like he's he doesn't do anything wrong ever i don't think in the course yes. of this, he's got a perfect moral compass um but then he's also batman because he's sneaking around he even says like directly in here that uh someone says something about his hood and he's like, I'm a mysterious figure. The hood is like my whole thing. And he's like, kind of just in meta talks about how he's Batman for a minute. Yeah. That's a very interesting uh, point that you, you raised about, you know, him being kind of an amalgam of uh, Batman and Superman, the Superman thing. I think you're, you're, you're spot on with that. He's not a character that has flaws. He's not, you know, usually uh, with, Grant, Grant Morrison's characters, they usually they're flawed human beings in some way. They're either arrogant or greedy or, you know, there's something else going on here. But he's very much that um, Clark Kent um, yep. Superman archetype where, you know, he's he's not got a lot of character flaws. Yeah, he really he really doesn't. I mean, he even kind of like the get the gets the girl thing is kind of a given in stories like this. But um, this one really got to me. Like, I really like the wouldn't really call it a love story. I like the last page of the final issue, which I'm not going to spoil. That shit makes me cry almost every time uh, when it's like the, you know, time is passing with the split yeah. vertical panels. God, that stuff's sad, but it's really like heartwarming. And um, and uh, that type of stuff, that's not what I expect out of this comic. Like none, nothing else in this comic is going to get my heart going like that. But um, it's cool that it has kind of like different angles. It's got comedy, action. I guess, I guess romance, not really, but not I mean, really. I, I, I it's, it's, it's interesting your reading of the final few pages because my reading of it, and maybe I'm wrong, is that he visited them every year. So that's kind of, they weren't necessarily together together. It was just kind ah. of like a rekindling of a friendship over time sort of thing. So maybe, I don't know. I thought he okay. had spent basically her whole life there, and then as soon as she dies, he ah leaves. okay. But I, it doesn't say that, so either one of us could be right. So yes, yeah. Um, there, there are quite a few uh, interesting 
characters here. I love um, Magnus, who's just the schlockiest of schlock schlocky mm-hmm. villains. Um, he uh, Dan Moore does really great work with um, Magnus's facial expressions. Yes, his eyes specifically for me because they're yes. always yeah, he's great. The way he dies too is probably the best. <laughs> I had to screenshot that and just send it to my friend because I was like. That is hilarious. He just yells, I want what I deserve, and then gets melted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just gets his uh, face burnt off. It's very... uh, So I'm going to make... I've already made a few Game of Thrones references in here, but it's very reminiscent of uh, Daenerys' brother kind of getting molten gold um, just pulled over his head. And the other kind of thing that reminded me a little bit of Game of Thrones is... Uh, the prince whose name I believe is Jonas who's very much a Joffrey type kind of very much the spoiled uh, rich prince uh, you know immature greedy annoying child um, that you kind of you kind of love to hate so exactly the words I was gonna say yeah Uh, he's a redeemable Joffrey though because because you don't spend as much time with him being a little dick um, you kind of see they give you that flicker of hope in the beginning, which I was like, I still don't like him, but uh, he is redeemed, I guess. So w- whether or not you agree like that, he should be, but um, he's a little better, but he's definitely a Joffrey character. Yeah, yeah he's well, he he unlike Joffrey, he didn't um, uh, use a bow and arrow to kill uh, sex workers. So he's 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 a little he, he's he hasn't done anything. Yeah completely irredeemable jury maybe maybe that happened off off off, off panel i don't know i don't i, I don't think so <laughs> no. i think we're supposed to read into the subtext that that did happen off panel <laughs> yeah there's um another another thing that uh the comic could remind me a lot uh, a little bit of was um v for vendetta because there, there are a few scenes where it's kind of the townspeople kind of uh slowly beginning to realize their power and uh uh come out from underneath the i wouldn't say necessarily spell but the uh the heavy atmosphere that um uh, a dystopian regime like this can can cause and i'm just specifically thinking of the uh page where um klaus defaces a poster Mm -hmm, of magnus so this that had you know kind of little bits of that running through the story as well i don't know if you picked up on that or not um i actually didn't but while i was talking about this with my friend last night he brought up v for vendetta and i didn't even make the comparison but yeah there definitely is that angle um also just be careful because every time you compare graham morrison to alan moore i think alan Ooh, yeah. Moore is now, he's now listening to us and he's casting spells <laughs> on well they're both um magicians apparently i think uh yeah grant morrison's a chaos magician and i think alan moore i believe is a priest of some sort so yeah, yeah it'll be interesting some to kind of magic war um and i don't want to be in the middle of that but uh, yeah. I, specifically, I have a shelf a grant morrison shelf and an alan moore shelf and i leave them on two different bookshelves because <laughs> if i put them together <laughs> i think that the room may explode oh dear uh they'll <laughs> yeah. kind of end up on like piles on the floor mysteriously exactly <laughs> <laughs> but um getting back that poster thing you mentioned, though, I love those posters because it's like a it's like a pencil sketch of Magnus that he just repeats. 
and I, I, it's like a tiny little thing that no one probably cares about, but I love that, that it's just like a, a rough pencil sketch between like the really intricately inked and colored art. Um, and, and the way he like uh, vandalized it was honestly hilarious. I think yeah. he does it two or three times. Um, I, I mean, do you really want to go through the plot all that deeply? I don't know. No, no, I don't think it's kind of worth going going through the 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 plot to the. I think you've given a quite a good synopsis at the at the start of the book. It's it's you know it's 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 a fun it's a fun romp. It's absolutely gorgeous to look at. It's a very very nice uh, book book to look at. The you know I've. It's one, yeah. You know, when you when you looking at um, a comic book, it's sometimes some artists are a bit better at the um, intimate moments, and some artists are a little bit uh, better at the bombastic moments. But he's uh, Dan Moore is able to kind of handle both uh, masterfully, and yeah, it's it's just it's it's just fun. It's one of these it's one of these stories. In lesser hands, it wouldn't have worked. It's one of those ones, but for some reason, they're able to get away with it. Dan Mora is, he can do facial acting. He can do action. He can, he can control the pace super well. Um, like this, I fl- I fly through this book every time I read it. I could read it in one sitting every time it takes like an hour and it's seven issues. Yeah. Um, if you really want to enjoy the art, obviously it would take longer than that. But in terms of just getting through the story, it's really quick. Um, there's really not a lot of words, uh, which is how you can tell it wasn't Alan Moore. Um, uh yeah it's 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 a really good one i mean there are definitely flaws um i think i've been praising it a lot just because it's it's for me it's like a modern classic but i mean there there are clearly flaws in there but yeah i mean it's um it's kind of one of those ones where i don't i don't know if this is a weird uh uh, comparison to make but it's very much reminds me of the rock the film, the film of The Rock with uh, Nick Cage and Sean Connery, which is it's not a good movie, but it's a good movie. If you know what I mean, it's kind of like you know, if you're in a certain frame of mind, you just go, all right, yeah, just give me some some action, give me a bit of emotion, give me a bit of um, pathos, uh, you know, give me the good guys fighting the good fight against the bad guys. It's it's very very enjoyable, and there's enough weird elements in there as well. Kind of well, what you mentioned with the aliens, and then the Norse runes and mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, I don't know if it's Krampus or if it's uh, some other neverworldly demon that turns up at the end. So there's enough weird, weird things that are in there just to kind of elevate it from a schlocky schlock, bad schlock sort of thing. I think we've honestly covered a lot of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, this isn't the type of thing that everyone will enjoy, but it's kind of just a fun romp, schlocky pulp type deal. Um, for me, it's best when read in the holiday like season, just because it kind of takes it up an extra notch. And then there's four one shots um, that they've done every year, except for uh, 2020. Um, so that's just kind of, it's kind of at the end. I thought it was a nice touch actually, because I didn't notice he says uh, he'll come back once a year Um and then that's actually Grant Morrison and Dan Mora saying that because they come back once a year to do a one shot. And those are really enjoyable too. I don't think it ever reaches for me the height of the original miniseries just because, I mean, a one shot versus seven issues for me, I'd rather have seven. But Yes. Um, yeah. So are, are the, 
um, without giving away too many spoilers, are the the one shots worth checking out? Yeah, I definitely think so. They have the same tone. They still have that pulp action tone, but um, he leans a bit more into comedy and then he gets a little bit more Grant Morrison ethereal type stuff. Like there's big monsters and other dimensions and it gets a little less grounded, but it's also kind of like some high, high, high fantasy, high sci-fi type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I might, um, I might check those, check those. I think it's, it's, it's worth reading guys. Uh, yeah, honestly, it's not the usual sort of thing that we cover on this, but, um, is, it's just that one of those books where you just, you're just smiling all the way through it. This is so dumb. It's so dumb, but but it's a really, really enjoyable. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Oh yeah. All right. Well, if that's it, then uh, I believe the next book we're going to be reviewing is called In. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Uh... All right. So Fahed's internet just dropped out, so I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, what we were saying was uh, next time, I believe we're going to be reviewing a comic called In by Will McPhail. Um, we're going to get our copies from NetGalley, who generously lets us preview all these books that we uh, review. And then I believe in the near future we have plans to review uh, a book called Teddy. Uh, it's originally a novel by Lawrence Luckinbill. It's being adapted by Eric Tate um, as a comic. So I believe that's going to be next week for In and then the week after for Teddy. Hopefully we can stick to those plans. Uh, if you do like this show, we have a lot of fun making it. Uh, we really appreciate it if you donate to the tip jar. But all we really ask is that you keep listening and we just like doing it. Let your friends know we're trying to, in 2021, we're really going to try and up the ante here and do it more often, uh, get it going back to as frequently as when we started. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks. See you next time.